The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii, Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour a blessing. Praise the Lord, everyone. I'm Head Pastor Billy Hahn, Jr., and I would like to thank you for joining us today. We welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast, being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on Station XDTV, Channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on Station KPSC, Channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on Station KBTV, Channel 8, and Comcast Channel 230 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV, Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME, Channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV, Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY, Channel 9 in El Central California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 6, 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO, Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KJZZ, Channel 14 of Salt Lake City, Utah, parts of Nevada, Idaho, and Wyoming. From 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY-TV, Channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado. And from 7 to 8 a.m on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church is located at 1043 Middle Street, the headquarters of the gospel of the Kingdom of God for the whole world, with a sign on the roof of the temple, Jesus Coming Soon, a landmark in Cali for over 90 years, and our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii used exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and Ada B. Lockbaum on August the 4th, 1923, and passed on to our late chief pastor, William M. Hahn Sr. in 1959, who continued the gospel work to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints wherever you are, and the shut-ins that is those of you in the hospitals and convalescent homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. This morning, we are celebrating President's Day and the 48th anniversary of our Hawaii Island Branch Church. 
To begin our telecast this morning, our church choir, under the direction of Assistant Choir Director Pohaku Carter, will bring forth his tearful rendition entitled, Sing a Simple Song of Faith. When we accept the Lord Jesus Christ into our lives and allow Him to lead and guide us daily by placing our trust and faith in Him, He takes us through whatever we may face each day. Christy Hahn will accompany the choir on the piano and Iris Locke will be on the organ.
now the church band under my direction will play Ford March. When we let our Lord Jesus Christ have His way in our lives and place our hand in His, He helps us to move onward and forward with Him and keeps us in the center of His will. Coming up next will be Pahawk Carter to grace us with this encouraging song entitled, Consider the Lilies. It is a song that reminds us how important it is to keep our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ close in our hearts and minds. And Jesus Christ is our rock and our salvation, our all in all, full of love, mercy, and compassion. Pahawk will be accompanied by Iris Locke on the piano, Associate Pastor Trustee Evans Broad Sr., Mason Asano Sr. on the guitars, and Associate Pastor Marvin Abing on the bass. Consider the lilies, they don't toil 
your spin and there's not a king with more splendor than them consider the sparrows they don't plant nor sow but they're fed by the master who watches them grow we and a heart full of love he really cares when your head is bowed low consider the lilies and then you will know may I introduce you to this friend of mine who hands out the stars tells the sun when to shine and kisses the flowers each morning with dew but he's not too busy to care about you full of mercy and a heart full of love he really cares when your head is bowed low consider the lilies and then you will know we have a heavenly father full of mercy and a heart full of love he really cares when your head is bowed low consider the lilies and then you will know consider the lilies and then For the final number, the church choir will sing a heartwarming number entitled, Faith is So Simple. It takes a believing heart to accept Jesus Christ as our personal Savior. When we let the Lord have His way, believing in Him fully and trusting in His Word, the Lord gives us peace of mind, heart, and soul. Join in and sing along with our choir, following the words on your TV screen.
And now we call upon a string ensemble of the church band to play an instrumental number of the song, Praise Ye the Lord. We can surely praise and thank the Lord for our salvation, full and free, and for His love, mercy, and kindness. We know all things are possible when we place our faith in Jesus. The next musical selection will be a duet consisting of Kelsey Pulaw and Seneca Rose Hahn. With their blended voices, they will sing this inspiring rendition of the song, Great is Thy Faithfulness. Accompanied by Christy Hahn on the piano, it is indeed a great pleasure to dedicate this song to a faithful couple in the Lord, Pastor Walter and Mrs. Darnell Tinloy. Celebrating 48 years of overseeing and spreading the gospel of the kingdom of God on the island of Hawaii, we pray the Lord continue to pour forth His heavenly blessings upon you for your steadfast and faithful dedication to the Lord and the work on the island of Hawaii. 
Greetings in the sweet name of Jesus, everyone. I'm Associate Pastor Jose Jandak, and I'd like to repeat our television time, stations, and locations in the Canolias for our viewing audience, especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California. This is Calcast now reviewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV, Channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC, Channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV, Channel 8, and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KVVU-TV, Channel 28, Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME, Channel 20, in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTO-TV, Channel 11, in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KACY, Channel 9, in El Centro, California, and Newmont, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, Channel 34, in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO, Channel 22, in Seattle, Washington. And from 5 to 6 a.m. on station KGZZ TV, Channel 14 of Salt Lake City, Utah, Paso Nevada, Idaho, and Wyoming. And from 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY TV, Channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado. As well as from 7 to 8 a.m. on time on the cable 503 in New York City. If you would like to know more about our gospel work and view our Kingdom Crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. And now concerning our gospel service here in Homestead, Hawaii. Service is held at Temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel service at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begins at 9 a.m. and prayer service is held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. At our Kamiki Branch Church located at 1361 Polo Avenue, gospel service is held on Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The same schedule observed by our neighbor and branch churches. The service is also conducted by Pastor Reginald V. Castaner Sr. in Kanaka Kamolokai. My Pastor Kenneth M. Alveria in Hainamari. My Pastor Walter Aitino in Hilo, Hawaii. My Pastor Leonard Kiwai Asano Sr. in Kolo, Kauai. And Pastor Helena Starr in Baroka, Pekinawai. And Pastor Vesta Farah in Pelazonosa, Kubata, Minnow, Philippines. You're welcome to attend these services regardless of church relations. There are no collections. However, if you desire to donate, contribute, support this telecast and the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donation to the address designated the concluding the telecast. And now I'd like to return our program back to Head Pastor Billy Ann Jr will bring forth a spirit-directed and spirit-defined sermon. Pastor Billy? Thank you, Jose. Dear television viewers, we urgently pray that you will come and seek Jesus Christ, the Savior and leader of all mankind, and accept His commandments. That will lead us to inherit eternal life in heaven above. Today, perilous times exist, and we see violence and aggression with sordid events involving deaths and other injuries within local communities and even the threat of terroristic activities. Hence, our only recourse is to accept the Lord Jesus Christ as our personal Savior so that He will protect us when we call upon His name, Jesus Christ, and plead for the cover of His precious blood. Therefore, Please join me in the reading of today's sermon entitled, Jesus Christ, Our Savior and Leader. Tomorrow, Monday, February the 20th, 2017, we celebrate the President's Day holiday and recognize all previously elected presidents and our present President, Donald J. Trump, who presides over our great nation of the United States of America. God's Word commands all mankind to obey the laws of our nation to honor national and local leaders and to pray 
for President Trump and all of America's leaders, including the leaders of every country and nations in this world, so they will rule in the fear of God and not man. Our 16th president, Abraham Lincoln, issued on January the 1st, 1863, the Emancipation Proclamation that declared forever free those slaves within the Confederacy. President Lincoln stated in dedicating the military cemetery of Gettysburg that we here highly resolve that these dead shall not have died in vain, that this nation under God shall have a new birth of freedom and the government of the people, by the people, for the people, shall not perish from the earth. The Spirit of the Lord Jesus Christ guided President Lincoln then, and especially in his second inaugural address inscribed on one wall of the Lincoln Memorial in Washington, D.C. That reads, with malice toward none, with charity for all, with firmness in the right, as God gives us to see the right. Let us strive on to finish the work we are in, to bind up the nation's wounds. God's Word, the Bible, in 2 Samuel 23, 1-3 reads, Now these be the last words of David. David, the son of Jesse, said, And the man who was raised up on high, the anointed of the God of Jacob, and the sweet psalmist of Israel said, The Spirit of the Lord spake by me, and his word was in my tongue. The God of Israel said, The rock of Israel spake to me, He that ruleth over men must be just, ruling in the fear of God. These guidelines are given to all leaders upon this earth to follow. God's word in Hebrews 13, 17 also commands, Obey them that have the rule over you, and submit yourselves, for they watch for your souls, as they that must give account, that they may do it with joy and not with grief, for that is unprofitable for you. And this is our mandate, that we should obey and follow the leaders that God has appointed over us in this life. The Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior, is sovereign over all His creation and over His church, providing unto His creation His spiritual love, guidance, and responsibility to do our very best for the sake of the Lord's gospel work. And in this life, the most important decision every man, woman, and child faces is the salvation of their soul as addressed in 1 Timothy, the second chapter, 4 through the fifth verses, who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. Born-again Christians gain that birthright into the kingdom of God and the right to inherit eternal life in heaven above, where they choose to follow Jesus Christ as their Savior and leader. We obtain this birthright to the kingdom of God by obeying the commandments given to all mankind by Jesus Christ. 
God himself. John, the third chapter, the first and the third verses, and the nine to ten highlights the conversation between Nicodemus and Jesus Christ. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Jesus Christ was preparing Nicodemus as well as you and I for this spiritual commandment that we must all be born again. John 3, 5 gives us all mankind this important commandment from Jesus Christ. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. John 3, 6-7 continues this critical mandate. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. There are no exceptions to this God-given commandment. And every man, woman, and child must be born again spiritually, receiving entrance into the kingdom of God. It is a personal decision everyone must make on their own without the help of a spouse, mom, dad, minister, or church, because they cannot make that decision for you. Jesus Christ and Nicodemus continued their conversation in John 3, 9 through 12. Nicodemus answered and said unto him, How can these things be? Jesus answered and said unto him, Art thou a master of Israel? And knowest not these things? Verily, verily, I say unto thee, We speak that we do know, and testify that we have seen, and he received not our witness. If I have told you earthly things, and ye believe not, how shall ye believe if I tell you of heavenly things? Hence, Jesus Christ gives every man, woman, and child this salvation mandate in Acts 2.38. Repent and be baptized. Every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Repentance is defined as godly sorrow for our sins that we inherited from Adam and Eve who sinned in the Garden of Eden. When Adam and Eve ate of the fruit from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, God cast them out of the Garden of Eden. Therefore, we as the descendants of Adam and Eve inherit that self-same sin being born under sin. God's word in Romans 3, 23 to 24 confirms our sinful nature, saying, For all have sinned and have come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by His grace through, redemp through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Acts 3, 26 also confirms unto you, first God, having raised up His Son Jesus, sent him to bless you in turning every, away every one of you from his iniquities. 
The Lord Jesus Christ, our personal Savior and leader, requires every man, woman, and child to repent and be baptized, to receive forgiveness of sins, and being born again of water, and of the Spirit reconciles us to the Lord Jesus Christ, having our sins removed so that we can serve Him as our Savior, Master, and Lord. The term baptism means to dip, plunge, or immerse in water to fulfill God's spiritual born-again requirement. And baptism does not mean to sprinkle or to pour water as a means of baptism. Jesus Christ commands the act of baptism in Mark 16, 16. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. Being born again of God's Holy Spirit refers to the speaking God's unknown tongue or language as the only Bible evidence to prove the infilling of God's Holy Spirit. God's Holy Spirit was poured out on the day of Pentecost in Acts 2, 1 through 4. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire. And it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Tongues are a manifestation of God's spiritual infilling given to believers within the body of Christ, His church, proving that Jesus Christ, who is God's Holy Spirit, resides within our heart. Ephesians 4.30 also states, And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. Our body is the temple of the living God, Jesus Christ and when we are filled with God's Holy Spirit, we become a habitation of God through the Spirit being sealed until the day of redemption. John, the seventh chapter, verses 37 to 38, also describes God's Holy Spirit as living water. In the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture had said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Peter, filled with God's Holy Spirit, preached his powerful sermon to the Jews in Jerusalem on the day of Pentecost. And the people responded in Acts 2.37, Now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Peter immediately responded with his God-given commandment in Acts 2.38. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and he shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Peter also confirmed the saving name of Jesus Christ in Acts 4.12. Neither is there salvation in any other for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. 
The Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior and leader, maintains jurisdiction over the body of Christ. His church comprised of believers from every race, creed, and color. Each member of his body, the church is given a specific purpose and responsibility to fulfill his or her calling to promote the furtherance of the gospel of the kingdom of God upon this earth. Certain positions given within his body of Christ, his church, may appear to be more visible than others. However, everyone is called and specifically appointed by the Lord Jesus Christ to fill a certain position as deemed fit by the leading of God's Holy Spirit. Each member called must be willing to give their full commitment in support of the gospel work and righteousness of God. Psalm 75, 67 identifies God's calling for promotion cometh neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south, but God is the judge. He putteth down one and setteth up another. There are no applications or resumes required to participate within the Lord's gospel work. And Jesus Christ himself calls and appoints his pastors, his associate pastors, his Sunday school teachers, and his workers who willingly come to serve him within the gospel work. King David was chosen by the Lord Jesus Christ as described in Acts 13, 22. And when he had removed him, he raised up unto them David to be their king, to whom also he gave testimony and said, I have found David, the son of Jesse, a man after mine own heart, which shall fulfill all my will. And as foretold in God's word, Jesus Christ, our Savior and leader, was the promised Messiah that would come out of the loins of the line of David's descendants. Luke 1, verses 30-32 also describes the angel Gabriel's visit to Mary, the mother of Jesus. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. He shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. Jesus Christ also called his apostles in Matthew 4, 18 to 20. And Jesus, walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brethren, Simon called Peter, and Andrew his brother casting a net into the sea. For there were fishers, and he saith unto them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. And they straightway left their nets and followed him. The Apostle Paul instructed young Timothy in 1 Timothy 3, 5-6, For if a man know not how to rule his own house, how shall he take care of the church of God? 
not in office. Lest being lifted up with pride, he fall into the condemnation of the devil. In God's true church, the stature and wealth of an individual is not a consideration, and each appointment is not based on ancestral descent, as we see today in earthly kingdoms that exercise hierarchies and monarchies to determine leadership positions. Instead, the Lord Jesus Christ, God himself, instructs his pastors to choose faithful leaders through the inspiration of God's Holy Spirit and their works to follow them to confirm their spiritual calling. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 17 to 18 is God's approval process. But he that glorieth, let him glory in the Lord. For not he that commendeth himself is approved, but whom the Lord commendeth. 1 Timothy 5, 21 to 22, offer these God-given guidelines. I charge thee before God and the Lord Jesus Christ and the elect angels, that thou observe these things without preferring one before another, doing nothing by partiality. Lay hand suddenly on no man, neither be partaker of other men's sins. Keep thyself pure. Every decision in the Lord's gospel work is made through much prayer and fasting, asking the Lord Jesus Christ to confirm each decision with signs following and through dreams and visions. God's Word, the Bible, also offers the example given in Mark, the 10th chapter, verses 35 to 41, and James and John, the sons of Zebedee, come unto him, saying, Master, we would that thou shouldest do for us whatsoever we shall desire. And he said unto them, What would ye that I should do for you? They said unto him, Grant us to us that we may sit, one on thy right hand and the other on thy left hand, and in thy glory. But Jesus said unto them, Ye know not what ye ask. Can ye drink of the cup that I drink of, and be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with? And they said unto him, We can. And Jesus said unto them, Ye shall indeed drink of the cup that I drink of, and with the baptism that I am baptized with all shall ye be baptized. But to sit on my right hand and on my left hand is not mine to give, but it shall be given to them for whom it is prepared. And when the ten heard it, they began to be much displeased with James and John. This human request made by James and John and their mother caused Jesus Christ to respond in very simple terms. Ye know not what ye ask, but it shall be given to them for whom it is prepared. The lesson taught by Jesus Christ to his disciples is that the greater blessing is to serve and not to be served. Servanthood resides in the hearts of God's chosen pastors, 
associate pastors, Sunday school teachers, and workers. And the greater desire is to see souls saved in the Lord's gospel work. Being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ and filled with God's Holy Spirit. Jesus Christ taught this spiritual lesson in Mark 10, 42-45. But Jesus called them to him and saith unto them, Ye know that they which are accounted to rule over the Gentiles exercise lordship over them, and the great ones exercise authority upon them. But so shall it not be among you, but whosoever will be great among you shall be your minister. And whosoever of you will be the chiefest shall be servant of all. For even the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give his life a ransom for many. God's Word delineates the spiritual qualifications required of his chosen pastors associate pastors, teachers, elders, deacons, and workers in the church. In 1 Timothy 3, 1 through 5 and 13, it reads, This is a true saying. If a man desire the office of a bishop, he desireth a good work. A bishop then must be blameless, the husband of one wife, vigilant, sober, of good behavior, given to hospitality, apt to teach, not given to wine or striker, not greedy or filthy lucre, but patient, not a brawler, not covetousness, one that ruleth well his own house, having his children in subjection with all gravity. For if a man know not how to rule his own house, how shall he take care of the church of God? For they that have used the office of a deacon well purchased to themselves a good degree and a great bonus in the faith which is in Christ Jesus. In closing today's sermon, let us review the scripture written by John. In Revelation chapter 4, verse 1, After this I looked, and behold, a door was opened in heaven, and the first voice which I heard was as it were of a trumpet talking with me, which said, Come up hither, and I will show you these things which must be hereafter. Let us then be ready to respond to Jesus Christ. When he calls us up saying, come up hither, come up hither, come up hither. Now, if you would like to know more about our God's word and the church and review these telecast presentation in its entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Until our next telecast, this is your host, Head Pastor Billy Hahn, Jr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hollow of his hands. Our church band will close this wonderful program with an anthem entitled, Send the Light.
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.